0: Can you change your life just by saying different words? In today's episode on Root Awakening, a health podcast, we are talking about empowering language. You'll find out how to improve your self-image just through the words that you choose to use, and you'll find out what words you may be using every day that take power away from you, that keep you stuck, and that can hurt your mental health and self-image. The methods that I'm going to tell you about in this episode work kind of like hypnotic tricks that can actually change the way your brain works. It's going to be fun, it's going to be far out, and it's going to be a little bit of a metaphysical ride, so hold on. This is Root Awakening, a health podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening. I am a holistic health coach, and I help you release unhealthy habits and cultivate wellness rituals that bring you balance and that bring you fulfillment. If you're new to Root Awakening, a health podcast, make sure you subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop. You can also follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. Follow me on Instagram if you want to actually see my face talking to you. You can do that there. Send me a DM as well and ask any questions that you may have. If you enjoy this episode and think that some of your loved ones would too, Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and throw it up on Instagram. And if you can do anything for me in return for the information and the knowledge that I'm about to share with you, it would be to give this podcast a five-star rating and review on iTunes. I would be super grateful for that. And if you'd like to work with me, if you'd like to learn how to change your life and become who you want to be like I did myself, we have a group coaching program that will hold you accountable and teach you how to do this. Our coaching program is called The Root Awakening Mastermind and it is spectacular. The Root Awakening Mastermind is a group coaching program, so it comes with this beautiful community of individuals that honor their bodies, that honor their health, their spirituality, they are self-care warriors and if you love the I talk about, they will likely be on your wavelength. The Mastermind is also a hybrid program, meaning that we have face-to-face live gatherings every week on Zoom, as well as an online platform, which is basically a beautiful, sparkly, glowing bank of online lessons about how to let go of habits that don't serve you, how to create boundaries, how to cultivate the wellness rituals that will nourish your health from the ground up. So we have videos in there, we have scheduling templates in there, we have recipes, we have journaling sheets. It's an empowering wellness haven. So if this sounds like your style, if this sounds like something that would be interesting to you, reach out to me through DM on Instagram and find out if you are a good fit. Okay, so let's get into this episode on empowering language. So let's first talk about how our word choice shapes our reality and how our word choice shapes our lives and shapes how we perceive ourselves and shapes how we perceive others. Words work like hypnosis, folks. I've talked about this in the past, so some folks in the Root Awakening community are already familiar with this concept. And honestly, I might just have a whole episode on this in the future because this is just a whole science in itself. Words work like hypnosis, okay? So if you don't already know, it's true. The more you repeat certain words, with certain associations, the more you believe those words and those concepts, right? All of our words that we use and our cultures have certain associations. The more you believe those words, the more you believe those concepts that are associated with those words. Another facet to think about before we dig in here. We learn through repetition. We hear often, right, about that trick of repeating someone's name like seven times. Is it five times or seven times? I'm not sure. Seven times maybe in a row to remember it. So if we repeat someone's name seven times in a row, then we remember it. And people do that in their heads when they meet someone. Hey, I'm this name. You repeat that name seven times in a row and then it's easier to remember. So repetition and consistency This is how our brains learn and get shaped. Through repetition and through consistency. And you can use this repetition to change your whole outlook on yourself and the world. So you can use this repetition for other good beyond just learning people's names. So let's call this type of word repetition empowering language. Now on the other side of the spectrum. Word repetition can also be used to condition your brain into thinking that you're weak, you're a mess, you're small, you are poor, that people are terrible, that there's no one left in the dating world, etc, etc, etc. Let's call this type of word repetition limiting language. And limiting language is typically what we are raised on, right? That's literally how most of us were conditioned as children. There's never enough money, you always have to worry about money, money means selfishness and evil, or maybe your conditioning might have looked like marriages never worked, or maybe your conditioning looked like if we love someone, we have to worry about them. If we love someone, we have to carry low-grade anxiety around all the time for them, right? Maybe your conditioning might have looked like only rich people take care of themselves, only rich people have therapists, only rich people have health coaches, and only rich people have a life that they actually like. Maybe your conditioning looked like, I'm dumb, or I'm not good at talking to people. So statements like these have been repeated to you or have been repeated around you, and this has conditioned your brain into actually believing these statements okay that are not necessarily true and often not true at all so whatever your childhood conditioning was it is most likely still limiting you to this very day okay so how is this conditioning still limiting you What do these beliefs about money, these beliefs about relationships and well-being have to do with who you are today? You might be thinking, well, I'm an adult now. My life doesn't look like my parents' lives and I make my own decisions now. Yes, absolutely, that could all be 100% true, but important questions to ask yourself right now. Do you feel fulfilled in your life? Do you feel absolutely incredible every time you raise your head in the morning? Ask yourself these questions. Do you believe that you are amazing and that you are magical and powerful and super good-looking? That's a serious question, by the way. Ask yourself this and listen to the honest answer. If you miss the questions, go back a couple seconds, listen again, and answer these questions for yourself. And if the answer to any of these questions are, well, not quite, or just no... You need to look at how you were conditioned and how those repeated words have developed into beliefs in your own head and how you can transform your current mindset into an empowering one. I'm going to put it this way to keep it simplistic. If you are applying stress or guilt or fear towards the money and abundance that you have, you're limiting yourself. Okay? If you're applying fear and judgment towards your loved ones, you're limiting your relationships. And if you're constantly criticizing yourself, you're limiting every single part of your being. The emotional part of you, the physical part of you, the mental part of you, and the spiritual part of you. And that's kind of a scary concept, right? Yes, it is. It's a super scary concept. But here is the best part. You have the power to alter this conditioning. You have the power to change this conditioning for yourself. The conditioning that you grew up with is not permanent unless, unless you stand idly by and refuse to take action. Okay, folks, we are so powerful. We are all superhuman. We are all magical Okay, we all have the power to transform ourselves to feel exactly how we want to feel. And when we transform how we feel, when we rise every single day, when our alarms go off in the a.m., we transform our lives. When we transform how we feel every day, we transform our lives. We will be able to attract incredible, caring, supportive people by transforming how we feel. Okay? We will be able to trust our intuition and make beautiful decisions easily. It will really start to feel like your life is just falling into place, which is typically like ridiculous for most of us, right? Most of us hear that and say, yeah, right, Emily, what are you talking about? Maybe for other perfect humans on this planet, but not for me. This is true, though. Things will start to fall into place in your life, when you do some balancing inside of yourself, okay? When you start to actually believe how powerful you are, joyful experiences feel like they're just coming to you. They just start to come to you. And of course, absolutely difficult times will come and go still. Difficult times will still come and go. But you're going to have a completely different outlook on those difficult times how do I know all of this? I've experienced it and my clients have experienced it but that's another story for another episode okay so now we're really starting to dig in here I'm excited let's do this. So childhood conditioning comes out in behavior some of us are already aware of that but childhood conditioning also comes out within the words that we use. So pinpointing And learning about our word choice is a really easy way to start to recondition our brains and then transform our mindsets, right? If you are reconditioning your brain, you are also transforming your mindset. You are transforming the state of mind that you are in every day. That is what I mean by mindset. I have a four-step framework to transform your mindset from limiting to empowering within the Root Awakening Mastermind. So this is what we teach our clients to get through this process and to understand how this process works so they can create this reality for themselves. But for this podcast, let's talk about how we can start to pinpoint and learn about our word choice. So limiting language sounds like this. These are some examples. I'm a mess right now. I sound like an idiot, I can't talk to people, I look gross, how about I don't have any money, I can't afford that, I'm poor, or what about there's nobody to date, no one is on Hinge, no one is on Grindr, no one is on Tinder, no one is on Bumble everyone here is rude everyone here is boring i always get ghosted it never works out for me if you keep repeating these sentences these sentences will keep describing your reality these sentences will remain your reality what about the phrase i can't talk what about that sentence How many times do we say this or we hear people say this when they stumble over their words? So if we keep repeating that we can't talk, guess what? We're never going to be able to talk the way we want to talk. So you are reaffirming the fact that you can't talk, quote unquote, by saying, I can't talk, right? If you keep repeating, I can't talk, I can't talk, I can't talk, are you going to be able to say what you want to say in the way that you want to say it? No. You're reaffirming the fact that it's impossible for you. So it's not going to be possible for you if you have this language, right? Okay, how about, I don't have any money. How many times did my father look at me in the eyes and tell me that I don't have any money? My father would look me in the eyes and tell me, you don't have any money. That happened to me, okay? So guess what I grew up repeating every day? Guess what kind of problems I had in early adulthood? Money problems, right? Of course. Among many other problems, right? Again, We will get into this later on in the podcast. You will find out more about this. But this episode is really more about you, okay? Are you repeating this statement? Are you repeating this phrase, I don't have any money? Is someone in your life telling you that you don't have any money to spend? Or telling you that you can't afford that, right? We need to change this. We need to make sure that this sentence is out of our mouths, okay? So, this wasn't my dad's fault that he told me this. So, if you have someone in your life, they're telling you this sentence, it's not their fault. If you're telling you yourself this, it's not your fault. It just comes from a long line of conditioning. Okay, let's talk about, there's no one to date right now. Let's talk about that phrase. Or, insert gender identity is like this, and that's why I'm having a hard time dating. This type of person that I like to date is like this, and that's why I'm having a hard time. It's this person's fault that I'm having a hard time. The type of person I like to date is flaky, or doesn't want what I want, or doesn't want someone like me, but I like that type of person, and that's why I'm struggling. Folks, this is a story that we are telling ourselves, and it is untrue okay? I do not doubt that you've had many situations that look similar. I've had them in the past too. I would go for certain types of people and they would kind of give me the same result. But I'm telling you, the reason why I'm saying this is untrue is because we have control over who we bring into our lives and we have control over what kind of standards we put for ourselves and we have control over... How we handle situations in the future and how we handle situations that we have at hand right now. Okay, so what I want to communicate to you is that you have more power over these situations than you think. So the longer you say that there's no one around for you to date, the longer it's going to take you to find someone that you love or the longer it's going to take you to find the type of connection that you want. So now we know how to pinpoint limiting language. I've given you a lot of examples about this. What does empowering language sound like? Empowering language sounds like, I am super capable of doing this. I have my own unique talents and experiences. I work better in this way instead of this way. I'm improving every day. I'm becoming wiser every day. I'm focusing more on communication these days. I'm putting an emphasis on organization lately. The person that I'm looking for is coming to me. The relationship that I'm looking for is coming to me. The connection that I want to have is coming to me. There are so many people on this earth. So, what about money? What does empowering language look like in the context of money? I am rich. I am wealthy. I am prosperous. I am abundant. If you live in the first world and you have a bank account, consider yourself rich from now on. Okay, if there's one dollar or a million dollars in it, you're rich compared to a lot of other parts of the world. I know this sounds bizarre. It could sound bizarre and a little like, uh, I've struggled with money before, or I know this person who has struggled with money before, and it's really tough. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But just give this a try. Just stick with me. Give it a try to have this mindset to think about the things you do get to enjoy like being able to buy a meal, or like being able to have a phone, or like being able to have a computer, or being able to be listening to this podcast right now. Focus on those things, be excited about them, be thankful for them, and some stress will leave your life, okay? Just give it a try. Humor me here. So when you're having a hard time with something, when something feels difficult for you, instead of constantly repeating that you're awful at this, you're terrible at this, you can't do this, you're not the type of person that does that, start replacing those words and those phrases with challenged. I am challenged by this. I am overcoming this. Do you hear and feel the difference between I suck at this and I am challenged by this? There's a big distinction in that that's very important because when you say you are challenged by something, you are not beating yourself up in the process. And when you say you suck at something or you're terrible at something, you are beating yourself up, okay? That hurts you. That hurts you on a very subconscious, emotional level. Okay, so we know now what limiting language sounds like and we know now what empowering language sounds like and I know I am sure there are going to be some questions anytime you get into the realm of like positive thinking and into the realm of hey everybody why don't you just change your mindset into a positive one I know that some confliction can come up I know that some irritation maybe can come up so I want to go ahead and answer some FAQs here because I get it I'll tell you a little bit more about my initial responses to these concepts way back when. Um, So I understand these types of responses and I want to address them, okay? So one really common question is, am I just lying to myself when I say empowering words, but I am not feeling empowered in that moment? Very understandable question. I went through this in my head many times in the past, okay? Before I became a coach, before I switched around my health, this was really something that my brain brought up for me that I dealt with and really eventually dealt with but avoided for many years beforehand, okay? So am I lying to myself when I say empowering words but I'm not feeling empowered in that moment? Some part inside of you is feeling empowered, okay? There is a part inside of you, somewhere inside of your body. In me, it's really located in my chest area, in my stomach to my chest area. There is a part of you, and some people may say it's your soul, some people may say it's your source. There is a part of you that is empowered. There is a part inside of you that believes how powerful that you are, that knows how powerful you are. And that knows that you can accomplish anything. Often this is the same place that we access if we're doing meditation, if we're doing something that's really introspective. This is the same place that we access for ever flowing joy. So if you ever hear people talk about there is just this low current of joy running through me all the time. Right? You might have not heard anybody say this before, but it is something that you can access. There is a current that's stemming from your soul that is just a current of joy and peace. Okay, That is inside of you right now. That is inside of me right now. And often that's the same place that knows inside of us, that knows that we are powerful that knows that we can accomplish anything we want, that knows that everything is going to be okay, that knows that we are supposed to be on this planet, that knows that we have a specific purpose on this planet to be fulfilled, that knows that there is love there for us and around us. Okay? So there is some part inside of you that is empowered, that knows you're powerful, and that is joyful, and that is positive, and that is just happy to be alive. There is a part of you, inside of you, that has these qualities. All you need to do is find it, bring it up, and take action. So When you're not feeling empowered, when you're feeling really disempowered, when you're feeling really disappointed, when you're feeling off, when you're having an off day, when you're feeling sad, I'm not telling you to ignore those feelings and just say something empowering instead, okay? I am not telling you to do that. I'm going to distinguish the difference right now between empowering language and toxic positivity, okay? Because that's really what we're talking about here. When am I lying to myself and when am I kind of getting myself excited about how powerful I am? The difference between empowering language and toxic positivity is that toxic positivity is ignoring your feelings and pretending they're not there. And empowering language is bringing up the feelings that you have, acknowledging them, validating them, looking at those feelings with a neutral point of view and or a loving point of view, not a harsh point of view, not a judgment, looking at those feelings with a neutral point of view, with a loving point of view, and then moving forward and then taking action steps forward. So what are your action steps? To understand that you aren't what your brain is trying to tell you in those moments of sadness. If your brain is trying to tell you, you can't do anything, you can't finish anything, you're never going to be good at this, bring those feelings up, acknowledge those feelings, okay, my brain's saying this to me right now, and then take empowering steps forward. It's not that I can't do those things, like my brain is telling me, it's that I'm being challenged by this, This is difficult for me and I'm going to find out a better way because I know that I can do anything I want. I'm capable of anything that I want. So I am going to keep working at this. I'm going to keep improving at this and I'm going to achieve this if I want to achieve this. So there are two things that need to be found, that need to be accessed, that need to be brought up. And those two things Are the source or the soul or whatever you want to call it, the place inside of you that knows you're empowered, that knows you're capable of whatever you want, and that knows that you're a joyous being, that you have love, that there's love around you, that you're worth so much on this earth. That place inside of you needs to be found needs to be accessed, needs to be brought up. And your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts inside of your head that say, you're not worth anything, you can't do anything right. This wasn't the right way to do it, that sucked. These emotions, all emotions, also need to be found also need to be accessed, and also need to be brought up. And then what do you do at that point when that soul, that place inside of you that knows all of the good things, what do you do at that point when that is brought up and your emotions have been brought up? Then you take some action steps, right? Then you take some steps to say, okay, here's what I know. I know I'm feeling really incapable right now but I also know there is a place inside of me that knows I'm really powerful. So I know that I'm just being challenged by this. And my brain is trying to tell me that I'm not worth anything because that's part of my conditioning, but that's not true. I am worth something. I'm just being challenged by this and it's just frustrating me. I know I'm frustrated, but I'm going to move forward. I am going to work at this. I am going to process this. I am going to move past this. And I'm going to feel better about this in the future as I continue to sit with these feelings, as I continue to work through these feelings and find ways to become better at this or to become more aligned with this or to feel better about this. So the other very common reaction to the topic of empowering mindset and empowering language is the idea that empowering words and empowering mindset does not fit into your personality. You may be thinking this whole thing that we're talking about here, that doesn't fit into my personality. Being grumpy is a part of me. Nitpicking myself is a part of me. That's how I talk to my friends. That's how I talk to my family. This is just me. This is just who I am. It's part of my identity. So I completely understand this reaction. This is something that I really dealt with a lot earlier in my life. Every time I was presented with something that could really change me for the better, my first go-to was that's not me. I'm Emily. I'm always a little bit depressed and making jokes about all the times that I messed up, and I'm always messing up. That's me, you know? And I realized over time, after I healed myself, after I went through my healing journey, and continued to work on myself, I realized that my brain and my ego would tell me that my personality is being threatened every time I got presented with an opportunity to change my life for the better. Okay? Our brains and our egos will tell us, wait, what about your identity? What about your personality? If you change that, you're going to change yourself. And then you're not being true to who you are. And then you're lying to yourself. And when you hear that, you say, yeah, I don't want to lie to myself. I want to be true to who I am. But it's really important to understand that our brains and our egos want to keep us safe, right? It's not necessarily your brain trying to attack you. It's just your brain and your ego trying to keep you safe. That's what they do, right? So it's a little bit scary to do something transformative. And it's a little bit scary to do something different that maybe even makes you feel good, right? That can still be scary. Feeling good can still be scary. But sometimes getting a little bit outside of our comfort zone is exactly what we need to become who we want to be. And in fact, almost always, this is the case. If you want to become a healthy person, a balanced person, a happy person, a genuine person, a person who gets a lot of things achieved, a person who has amazing relationships, in order to make those transformations, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone. Just a little bit. Almost always this is the case. Okay? So our brains and our egos don't like that initially. Because there isn't that guarantee of safety, right? If we step out of our comfort zone and we start to transform our mindset into an empowering one, that's different, right? Because we've been raised to have a disempowering mindset. So because that's different to transform the way our brains work, to start empowering ourselves, to start realizing our power, because those things are different, Our brains and our egos go, oh, that's different. So that means that's scary. So that means that's not safe, right? So our brains and our egos try to keep us in a box so we don't move anywhere. And so we stay the same. And so we stay stuck. I am very familiar with this reaction to the idea of empowering mindset because I used to do this all the time. Anytime I was presented with an amazing opportunity, my brain would tell me, no, don't do it. That's a part of your personality. And I obeyed that for a long time. And then I got to a point where I started to heal because I had to. I started to work on my mindset really hard. I started to do whatever I could to make myself better feel better throughout the day. This is how I created a lot of the frameworks that I have created. I had to figure out what would make me feel better. Emotionally, physically, mentally. I had to figure out what would make me feel better. After I started doing that, and after I started actually feeling better, I realized that every time I was presented with an opportunity to change for the better, I would go right back to that topic of wait, 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 this is a threat to my identity. So I realized that my brain and my ego was telling me, hold on, don't change your personality because my brain and my ego just wanted to keep me safe. So get really honest and ask yourself, is being grumpy and nitpicking actually a part of me? Or is it just what I've become comfortable with? Is it just what I've adjusted to? Because I've been doing this my whole life. Because I've been raised to think and talk like this. Am I just comfortable with it? Or is it actually a part of me? And you may find that getting to the root of who you are, taking away how you talk, taking away how you dress, taking away how you look, getting to the root, the root, the root of who you really are will allow you to transform. Yes, how we dress is a part of us. Yes, how we talk is a part of us. But how do we really want to feel at the end of the day? So at this point, you've learned about what limiting language is. You've learned about how our childhood conditioning limits us in our adult lives. You've learned about how to pinpoint limiting language and how to begin to empower your mindset instead. And now you can start transitioning over to lift yourself up and truly respect and honor yourself. Answer these questions that I kind of left open-ended in this episode and see where you get. Let me know where you get. Let me know how you feel about it. Are you frustrated about it? Are you triggered by it? Are you excited about it? I'm so curious to hear about these topics, okay? Now... How do you dive deeper into your subconscious and process these difficult and conflicting emotions that come up when you start to transform your language and when you start to transform your mindset? As you go through this process of transformation, a lot of stuff is going to come up. A lot of dust is going to get kicked up, a lot of emotional dust, and it's going to be a little bit difficult. It's going to be a process to really work through. So how do you work through that? How do you stay consistent with catching yourself when you're using self-critical language? And how do you stay consistent with the empowering language that you want to start using? How do you handle the self-criticism that you're not even noticing throughout the day? We often do this so subtly, it's not even on our radar to notice. So how do you pinpoint that really deep, subconscious, psychological stuff that's coming out of your mouth and circulating around your head. So this is what our coaching program, the Root Awakening Mastermind, is for. We hold you accountable. Accountability is so huge when you want to pick up healthy habits and drop the unhealthy stuff in your life. You will have a team in the Root Awakening Mastermind that sticks with you throughout this journey, a team that makes sure you follow through with your goals. You'll have support and guidance in the Mastermind, people to encourage you, people that will spread positive energy to you, people to answer your questions and moments of doubt. You do not have to go through this process alone. That's why I created this group coaching program. No one should have to go through their healing journey alone. So we would love to have you join this community in the Root Awakening Mastermind. If you are ready to make a lasting change in yourself and your life, reach out to me on Instagram. I am on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening or head to rootawakening.as dot me slash focus call to book a focus call with me and see if you're a good fit for the mastermind if you did enjoy this episode make sure you're subscribed wherever you are listening to it if you are listening on itunes i would love it if you gave root awakening a health podcast a five-star review this is a free way to give back for this knowledge that i am sharing with you it only takes a few seconds and i'd be so grateful for it If you enjoyed this episode and think that some of your loved ones would too, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and throw it up on Instagram. Tag me, share the knowledge, spread the love. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Awakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. Send me a DM with your questions. Send me a DM with your answers to the questions that I left open-ended on this episode, or just say hi. I would love to connect with you and love to chat with you. Again, I am Emily Kosick, health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thanks so much for listening. I am so grateful for you all, and I can't wait to hear from you soon. See you on the next episode.